I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. To replay this message, press 1. To delete this message and go to... Guilt tripping confession. Guilt tripping confession. Paranoid guilt tripping confession. I'm in the hospital. St. Paul, if you want to come visit me, you're welcome to actually. We can discuss more about it. Well, well, just talking in a calm way to you, actually. Just talking in a calm way with you, trying to control my uh, speech. Well, I hanged up because he put me on hold for a long time, and I thought Ryan doesn't care what I have to say or my inputs instead. No. No, ma'am, no, ma'am, I'm angry. I don't have no emotions. Remember, I'm the obsessionator, the confessionator, the emotionator, and the discretionator. Right? That's how I feel. Now I'm just really worried. Just a little bit worried. Not that much anxious, but worried that if I make a film like that, I may get death threats. We both might get death threats. Just listen to what I have to say. Go to the media. Certain media you can trust and tell them what your idea is. I don't know if you go to media. Is it copyrighted? Right? But the movie is all about true delusion. It's just copyrighted in the media, so no one steals your idea. That means no one could write a good film like we could, right? It's all in your head, right? Whoever taught you this, your psychiatrist? You know, right? No one can duplicate it, right? Okay, can we do me a favor? Can we focus on a story, and then second synopsis, third a script? I want to do it in the world, run your poker. I don't care how long it takes, even six months to work on a story. That's what we have to take. Six months to take on the work on a synopsis, that's what it takes. Six months to write a, a script, that's what it takes. But we gotta make schedules for these, right? Part-time or full-time. But you gotta balance your schedule, AM or PM. When do you wanna work for it? And we gotta eat our nutrition. So if I say, look, Dr. Shitty, you listen to me for just 10 seconds. I want to get better, but still get that spirit out of my body. I don't wanna have too much neuroleptic problems inside in my body, alright? I don't want to trip out, I don't want to control my own emotion. Not to have my own emotion move to the motion, but I want to control my emotion. And I need some more supplies, actually, and the thing is, um, shampoo is okay, actually, but my scalp gets itchy, so I have to use the medical shampoo that my friend gave me. It's giving me volume in the hair, actually, like Bruce Lee or, or uh, Jackie Chan's hair, actually, to give me volume, temporary boost of volume. Well, I'm getting better, right? Much better. I'm recovered. Go back to my recovered mode. But I have to remember not to get agitated or worked up or uh, start ranting and raving because I'll get confessions and anxieties and everything. Muscle metonosis. That's how I was labeled with schizophrenia with all these people going behind my back, you know? Because I can't think reality. I don't want you to judge me, Ryan. Like, I guess I feel guilty, Ryan. You care about me, right, right? 
feel guilty. You just asked me what I did in my brain, and I told you what happened. It was not my fault. I didn't understand. I was, I was, not, I didn't know I had schizophrenia back then. Because it was just to me three things: you're dreaming, nothing in reality, and you're fantasizing about WWE, and you can't think straight. You cause problems in our life and think that in our family, in the schools. But he never told me, he just went against my bag and set me up for, I just let it go, went to school and did my school, until social workers came interfering with my school progress. That ruined my life, I went to hospital and told them I had official messages of being an WWE wrestler, and then I was telling them, you want to know the truth? Because they asked me intrusive questions. I saw my dad dead, and I went to hospitals. She was hospital, I got admitted there, and the next thing they told me two days ago, my dad died, actually. From, uh, from the cancer, and that was really sad. And then we had that range of funeral, and then we had to do everything, you know. And you tell my life story about it, you know, and you could call it Judgment Day, actually. Terminator 2 Judgment Day, uh, 1998 Judgment Day medical files, the reports of, um, uh, well, Columbia Hoffman. I told him I got uh, really uh, spied on by CNN and uh, some people in the uh, police at the North Vancouver and people said it was delusion, Ryan. And I still have those trauma that I still continue talking about conspiracy to my doctor and he's still mad at me. He just yells at me, gets angry at me, and he says, stop talking about my doctor. He just gets mad at me. He's like, they told him, stop talking about these things. We'll talk about that later on. We'll talk about what could we do for you right now to get you better, actually. You can talk all about it uh, to your other doctor. Don't talk to me about those type of stuff. I want to read your medical reports. It's just too stressful. Well, they told supervisors and principals and parents and they never disclosed it to me. They'd say, Jimmy, can we tell you something personally? We think that you have schizophrenia and a mental illness, but we want to disclose it to you if you keep on doing this, you might end up in the hospital. They didn't tell me about this, right? They knew all I'd had was in a problem in the past with seeing psychiatrists because I was always acting to rest, taking off my pants, and if you know, pick it reality. They think there was something wrong with me because I had a mental illness instead at a young, very, very young age, and I didn't know what was reality. Just things happened. I was a different guy, actually. I was doing well in school. I never had a mental illness. I never gave money to people. I never spent too much money, things like that. So, searching all you want, I actually made mistakes. I felt horrible. Right, I bet you'd have made mistakes. You're a perfect guy, right? The only mistake you did was once that you listened to my instructions. That's the only mistake, but I'm not gonna judge you. I think you were right about that Kevin Leary guy, the guy who insulted me, humiliated in front of me, and in front of a big crowd of CBC people. Now they have it in tape. So Ryan, don't do that, please. You're gonna get me in trouble. They're gonna think it's all my fault because I controlled your thoughts and got you paranoid. And then they're gonna admit me in the hospital because I controlled your thoughts. I put devices and gadgets, a false memory in your head, and they're gonna put me in the hospital, not you. It's also like you were impaired. You had nothing to do. It's that gym guy who influenced your head. That's what the doctors are gonna think. If you beat them up and they found out, the police asked me why you was this Ryan guy, and I told all the information confessed that I I, I actually put a thought in your head of a false memory. They're gonna put me in the jail or, or put me in the forensic or put me into a psych ward where they had to monitor me. So why did you do this, Ryan? 
your BB gun incident with your health and you were just shooting glass and your neighbor got paranoid and called the police and there was SWAT teams everywhere and you got paranoid and you hold your mom hostage. Then you have to give up your gun and then you went to the hospital in the psych ward. You're lucky, Jim, you then went to jail. That's why you had a lawyer to bail you out, a corporate lawyer with criminal activities. You got used to that you were willing to not buy BB guns for the next seven years, and Ryan, that's okay. I feel guilty now. I have to give people money and stress money out of my bank account. And Dr. Dr. McDaniel got mad at me. He said, Do you stop calling the police, Jimmy, or else we'll get put you in a hospital or, or a group home, actually, if you can't take care of yourself and stop calling the police. You're giving us a hard time and uh, MSGS a hard time. I was going to hospital. I was going to uh, walk into hospitals as a, when you have a mental breakdown. I was calling um, the, the police and saying that, oh, uh, 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 spies, betrayals. Ryan, I care about you. And I want to give you a sick chest. Right now, yeah, I'm gonna give you three or four chances, or as a limited chances that you want, actually. And as long as it takes, actually, because this is not a race, Ryan. This is not a race. This is for a future, a legacy that we can give you. Yeah, and if I have to feel betrayed in a way, I'll let you do this, actually, because like, I'm a guy who gives a lot of ideas to a lot of people, but people just think I'm crazy with grandiosity, and some people just take advantage of me. Be honest. They won't get sick accidentally and get readmissions to the hospital or say, I'll be back in Terminator 2 way, I'll be back like short the or in the hospital and making them laugh at your medical reports. Don't let people discreetly exploit you. I'll see you later, Ryan. Bye. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain. It runs deep. Share it with me. To replay this message, press 1. To delete this message and go to... Guilt tripping confession. Guilt tripping confession. Paranoid guilt tripping confession.